Welcome to the PG Daily. This season is dedicated to financially empowering the residents of Prince George's County. Join our host, Heath Carelock, as he sits down with several financial experts to discuss ways for you to find money, make money, and better understand money. Get ready to be empowered. Today's guest is Walter Simmons. So in terms of the future of business, and I appreciate the conversation around so many different topics that we've gotten into, but it wouldn't be profound without discussing our environmental impact and our footprint, our responsibility to the future of the Prince George's County environment. Um, How are we doing on the environment? And in terms of that, what have you seen in terms of towns, municipalities on the move to do zero emissions? Heard recently about Tacoma Park and trying to get down to zero emissions and such uh, in terms of a carbon neutral footprint for the town uh, with its resources. So where are we with that in this county and how can that be part of someone's business model? I think a lot of people really, this is a gap. Oh, wow, you hit it. Sustainable energy. Um, There's a huge gap in minority-owned or minority-licensed businesses in sustainable energy. But the county has been moved forward. We just built a new county administration building that has solar Hopefully panels. LEED certified. Yeah, it, oh, and has sustainable energy on, has sustain, um, has solar panels on top of the parking garages. Uh, that is a resiliency hub, right? Uh, this is this is our county. We also are leading the country in stormwater management to protect the environment, but there we had to create a business development program funded by the county because we didn't have a lot of minority and disadvantaged owned licensed businesses doing stormwater management. We don't have a lot of businesses doing sustainable energy. So that is a gaping hole that Prince George's County can fill. And they don't realize that our clean water partnership, if you haven't heard it, look it up, has is now traveling Prince George County residents are traveling to Los Angeles to show them how to do stormwater management. We have bills right now that people are looking at removing plastic bags uh, at the council level. Another piece in the side of development, because we talk about so much development, I would say everybody look at the platform uh, of Councilwoman Monique Anderson Walker, where she's talking about instead of building on um, swampland and all of the flooding that she has in District 8 because we we built on top of water and mud and we're wondering why water and mud is not rising through our developments. But looking at places that have already been built on sound structures and building up, redeveloping areas that are built on sound ground that's not affecting our environment and redeveloping or building up instead of expanding out and tearing away the the our natural resources that we can't get back. So there's a lot of stormwater management. There's also energy. There's a lot of bills that are getting rid of uh, chemicals and waste that we're doing. Um, the second thing to look at in National Harbor, people don't realize, is the electronic vehicle manufacturers that we have one in National Harbor. We are steadily promoting um, the use of uh, electrical vehicle maintenance positions and manufacturers. There's programs here at the community college that we've partnered with through Employee Prince George's, and people don't realize there's electrical vehicle manufacturer uh, that's based out of Detroit that's actually in National Harbor. So there's a lot of things uh, 
um, that are happening in Prince George's County. And there's also a lot of current opportunities for small businesses that are licensed. As I said, do your market research, figure out what you do to get your license to be stormwater management, to do sustainable energy, to do energy efficient rehabilitations when we're redeveloping our th- these these residential neighborhoods. There's a lot of resources from the Office of Central Services, from the, uh, the uh, Department of the Environment that has funding to develop businesses. We have business development programs that the county is sponsoring. Um, because we are investing in that in Prince George's County and there's various county agencies that are even supporting businesses to get licensed because there currently is a huge gap. So when I said there's a do your market research, that is currently a, a market that has a hole in it. If you are a licensed MBE or veterans owned business or woman owned business, p- there's a lot of opportunities out there. Awesome. Um, so as we wind down, uh, I think it's important for you to share why you're passionate about this and each day what motivates you that morning to get up and be tenacious about the data, tenacious about the storytelling, tenacious about connecting the dots to the larger conversations nationally, uh, statewide. What, what, what gives you purpose? What gives me purpose? You know, um, Outside of, of being grounded in, 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 in my religious faith, what keeps me purpose is two things. Uh, it's my parents. Uh, my mom it, it was a, a, a deputy secretary of labor, deputy assistant secretary of labor. And she, knowing her story that she grew up in, in poverty in Philadelphia and worked on the tobacco fields in North Carolina making five cents a day to become a deputy assistant secretary of labor. I know from seeing that, I know what hard work is. I also am the child of a father who was a high school dropout that became a successful entrepreneur that when he passed away, we saw so many college educated people that would say like, oh, I I visited Mr. Simmons to give me advice. And I said, "Isn't isn't it funny that a high school dropout, a guy that got his GED, uh, had worked his way and become so successful as an entrepreneur that people with doctorates said that they would go to him for advice. Uh, so I saw that. The second piece is an inner drive that I feel like everybody should have an opportunity to have that piece of that American pie. And because our local government, our human services, our nonprofits, our community-based organizations aren't maximizing their existing capacity and resources, that I, I, my purpose from seeing my parents and being blessed to be who I am, that my purpose as being a professional in this industry is to be able to build capacity of government entities, to build capacity of human res- human services entities, nonprofits, and community-based organizations to maximize their impact so that that impact translates into economic opportunities for those who most need them, those who are have severe barriers, those who need second chances, because I have friends, I grew up, I grew up in the middle class, and I have friends that went on to go to the NFL, but I got friends that were in that same circle that are looking at 10 years of life. And the difference is, is the person or the hand on the shoulder or the relationship that affected that person or the opportunity that was given to that person to make them successful and the lack of opportunity, the lack of resources that one other child or one other friend didn't have access to 
or didn't know was there that changed the trajectory of their lives. And so now I'm in that position to make a difference. And every single day I walk around and when I see growth, when I see our job center, somebody got a job fair, when I see somebody says that they got their record expunged, that lets me know that I have more work to do. Because some people say, Walter, they go, why, why are you work so hard? You can take a break. And I always end the day and I say this, are there people that are still unemployed? If there's people that are still unemployed, we still have work to do. And and because of efficiency, I pay attention to the data because I we only have we only have 40 hours in a week that they allow us to work, right? Uh, we only have a few hours of daylight. I got to make sure I maximize that. Do you keep your 40 hours a week pledge to no, yourself? Oh, I don't have a 40 hours a week pledge. <laughs> uh, but I do, I think one thing that I've learned as a young professional, there is work-life balance. Um, and I think sometimes with successful people and even in business, you're running this marathon and you can see the finish line and you think if you keep running or you speed up, you're going to reach that finish line. But every successful person, there's never a finish line. And so you have to learn that what's going to help you reach that finish line is slowing down the pace or taking a break so that when you get back in, you can run a little bit faster. Uh, but when you're when you're when you're motivated and you move with a purpose, I understand why it's hard to slow down. I know you move with a purpose. I move with a purpose. But that purpose and ensuring that everybody is afforded a chance to take a piece of that American pie is what moves me. Very last question. An employer is trying to choose any, meeny, miny, mo between Baltimore, between Anne Arundel, between Montgomery and Prince George's. What's the convincing argument for bringing their business to Prince George's County. And I know you do this all the time. So what's some of the secret sauce that you mix in in terms of facts, details, data points to say, this is where you need to plant your business? Well, that's easy. Prince George's County has the number one workforce system in the country, the number one workforce development organization and employ Prince George's and some of the most talented, educated, and skilled workforce development staff to ensure that you not only have talent today, that you have talent tomorrow, and that you're getting talent at the, the best talent at the smallest rate to find them than you will do in anywhere else in our country uh, that's how I know we have the best workforce system. This is a workforce system that's been to the Virgin Islands, Arizona, that has people come from Africa, that has people come from continents, um, even people come from Thailand to figure out how have you been able to unite your education system, your community college, your job centers that you can find qualified and talented people for free to local businesses. So outside of that, the best workforce system in the country and all our staff at EPG, shout out to them. I would say that we actually have, actually do have the most well-rounded. When you're looking at Anne Arundel um, and people say, I'm looking at Anne Arundel, and I said, well, how many, how many public metro stations do they have? How can you, how can people that don't want the millennial generation that's taking over the workforce now as baby boomers are retiring, that wanna, don't wanna drive, can the top talented millennials get to your job if they don't want to drive? The answer is no. If you want to, if you're doing business and you want to interact with DC, you can live in Baltimore County and drive for an hour and 30 minutes. But if you want to be 15 minutes away, Prince George County is your option. If you want to look in an environment, you want the, one of the most diverse areas in the country that speaks multiple languages, multiple nationalities, and can, can interact with any customer in the world, Northern Virginia is not going to give you that at the rate that Prince George County is. If you want to look at 
If you want to look at just a good place to live that's affordable, Prince George County is your best option. We have continuously have the most affordable houses, but also a housing market that's continued to increase in value. So matching that so people can buy a home and can work in the county and afford it, but also see their wealth increase because their house are grow houses are growing in value faster than anywhere else. Those are the intangible things that we can compete every other area in our region. So just in chopping it up with you as we wind down and go to a different segment, um, when you think about the Amazons and you think about the the hospital healthcare industry and this new complex right here at the Cap old Cap Center location, you know, what's going to be your legacy? Talent driven. I want to be the person that really spearheaded a talent driven economic development strategy in Prince George County that increased access to workforce development services, education and training and united for one common voice, education, government, human services, and the needs of business. When people walk away from here and they see a, a program, or when you go to Arizona, St. Louis, or the Virgin Islands, and you see a program and they say, oh, we got this program for Prince George's County, and then when you come back to Prince George's County and there's somebody walking around our new health care center, there's somebody walking around MGM, or there's somebody that's even working at NIH or the, or the federal government, and they say that they got this job through a Prince George's County workforce program, I did my job. Awesome. Well, thank you, Walter, and Employee Prince George's. And we look forward to more segments with you and uh, more information and news, breaking news from you in terms of all the new faces and places you go um, see and that you bring to this county. Heath, thank you. I think you are one of our most valuable assets in what you're doing. Uh, meeting a need, and I thank you for the opportunity and, and Prince George Community College. And I, I do want to say shout out to Dr. Dukes. I know she's retiring in June. She has been a gem and a diamond to Prince George's County. Awesome. Well, thank you again. This podcast was recorded at Prince George's Community Radio, located on the campus of Prince George's Community College. The music for the podcast has been provided by David Smalls and the PG Daily is executively produced by David Smalls. Join us next time for more financial empowerment.